Hi, Rav Judy here with Baba Batra, Perichet, Mishnah, Aleph. With this Mishnah and this Perek, we shift into the laws of inheritance, primarily focusing on the inheritance of land, although there are inheritance rules about movable property as well. Um, the Torah's laws of inheritance vary a little bit from many of our modern sensibilities. Property is not necessarily divided up equally among the children. In short, um, property is designated to go primarily to sons in, in Torah inheritance, providing that the widow and the daughters have already been provided for. What that can mean is that one can have, let's say, an unmarried daughter, and land is not being divided up. It's not going to really belong to anyone. I mean, they'll, they'll have their division, but it's not going to truly inherit until she's married, which gives incentive to the family to make sure that she gets married and she's taken care of. The way the property overall works, again, you know, perhaps not quite to modern sensibilities, but the way that the property tends to work is that men inherit the property. It's their job to work the property. Property stays in the family. If it gets sold, so according to the rules of Yovel, every 50 years it returns back to the family. It stays within the family, within the tribe. Men are working it, and the goal for women is to make sure that they are supported, that they're taken care of, that they can raise families, and so the land will go to the sons who are going to work that land. Uh, that's the overall picture. Uh, like I said, daughters are taken care of, and nobody's really getting anything until, until she's covered. Um, I note that in the modern era, there are other ways to work with this. I want to get into a long halakhic discourse, but there are, there are documents that one can sign that would effectively um, gift one's property in equal proportion to all their children, including their daughters, one moment before their passing, so as to effectively uh, die penniless or close to it, but allow for a transfer of property that doesn't involve violating the halakhot of of property uh, inheritance. Um, some people who will do that will leave, let's say, $1,000 left over from their estate so they do fulfill the mitzvah upon their passing at 120 in good health that uh, that the property should, that $1,000 of it should, go, should be divided according to Torah law and then divide everything else from a moment before their death, you know, equally. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of field. Uh, I do note also, that's relevant for this Mishnah, that uh, based on the the section of the laws of the uh, of inheritance from the daughters of Tzlavchad and Parshat Pinchas, if a man has no son, then his property does indeed go to his daughters. Now, uh, and then they, they're supposed to marry within the tribe so that the property doesn't end up an island of, let's say, the tribe of Zvulun or the tribe of Ephraim or a tribe of Menashe sitting in the middle of Benyamin or something like that. So they marry within the tribe and the property continues on within uh, its contiguity. That having been said, There are those who are able to inherit property from someone and to bequeath property as an inheritance to someone. Then there are those who can inherit property but cannot bequeath it to someone else. There are those who can bequeath it but not inherit from someone else. And there are those who can do neither. And now the Mishnah fills it in. Elu nochlin These are the ones who can inherit from someone and can uh, give off inheritance to someone. Ha'av et ha'banim, ha'banim et ha'av. Fathers and sons, sons inherit from the fathers, and uh, and sons and fathers, meaning if, if a son dies and has no children, his property will go up the chain to his father. Ha'achim min ha'av nochlin Also, paternal uncles, right? Brothers, that's right, not paternal uncles. Brothers from the same father, so half-brothers or full brothers from one's father can, can inherit them and can give inheritance to them. Now we get over to Haish et Imo Vish et Ishto U Bne Achio Nochalin Velomanchilim. So one can inherit from his mother. A uh, woman can have property, she got it from her father. So a man can inherit from his mother, a man can inherit from his wife, and a man uh, can inherit Bne Achyot. 
the man can inherit from his sister's brother, or his mother's brother, his, his maternal uncle. So a man can bequeath to his sister's children, his, uh, his nephews. Um, all of those can inherit, but they can't give off inheritance. They can't bequeath. Ha'ished baneha ve'ished bala ve'achayim manchilim v'lonochlim. This is now the other side of this. Um, a a woman can give off property to her children, but she can't inherit from them. And a uh, a woman can give off property to her husband, but she can't inherit from him. This is the the inverse of the last case. Ve'achayim uh, and uh, and maternal brother, maternal uncles. So that maternal uncle, that is right, that's exactly, the person's, I get a little confused, the person's mother's brother, the uncle who was able to, so, so th- these people can give off inheritance, but uh, they don't inherit. It's the inverse of the, the last case. The truth is the third clause is really just the opposite of the second clause, and uh, not absolutely necessary. One's half-brothers from their mother, um, so a half-brother from the mother neither inherits nor bequeaths. There, there's no inheritance relationship between the two of them.